Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Back here for hour two of Big Ten Mini Days coverage here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is early break. I'm Jake Sorensen. Nick Sainert with me back in studio. Steve Sipple might be here at some point this hour. He did not. He is not missing. He uh, got in <laughs> late last night this morning from Omaha via Charlotte via Cincinnati in a drive. So uh, he will be present for the stuff on the podium and Scott Frost and maybe at the end of the show. But if not, he'll be here tomorrow. But again, our coverage here is sponsored by Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Bleicher, a professional realty group with BHHS Real Estate. As always, we will take your phone calls and texts at 402-464-5685. You can tweet also at 937Jake Sorensen at Nick underscore Sainer or comment and watch on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, starting to get a little more full here, Nick, at Big Ten Media Days at Lucas Oil Stadium. Again, the credentials don't open up for another 20 minutes, technically, to go get your credentials for the uh, members. But I will get mine once the show's over. Right now, I've got this temporary fake badge. Like I saw that. Yeah, they took a picture of me as I walked in to see if I was legit. I'm like, yeah, I'm legit. I think I am legit enough to do the show. Um, but, yeah, so we're, we're rocking and rolling. Appreciate you all for tuning in. And uh, keep tuning in, 464-5685. So here's the deal. Just to reset on what the schedule of events is, uh, DP and Jay will be here shortly. I, uh, DP also had some issues last night. His uh, Oh, no. His So so Strick and Vershawn and DP and Jay flew from, I think, Omaha down to Dallas and then Dallas to Indianapolis. Uh, for Sean and Strick did not check their bags. They just took carry-ons, and I believe Jay and DP took bags. Jay's bag showed up. DP's bag not. So he was at the airport. I picked those guys up at 1030, waited for like a half hour for Jay to get his bags, and DP says, um, you better go without me because my bags aren't here. I'm going to have a, a conniption with them. Oh, no. So I'm not even sure what time he rolled into the <laughs> hotel. I, he got an Uber back to say, I, I got to get up early. I can't, I, you know. I'm not going to hang out for another two hours. but uh, So we'll see what Moody's in today. If he gets here in time, I'm sure he'll be in a good mood. He's a professional. So um, but he'll probably give more of a story there. <laughs> but we are here, and those guys will be here soon enough. Um, in about, let's see, just over an hour at the podium, we will hear from Nebraska student athletes. That will be uh, Travis Vokalek, Quentin Newsom, and Garrett Nelson. Uh, that's the podium just right ahead of me here um, on the field. The actual big stage for the, for BTN is a little bit on, on the uh, south. What is that? Southwest corner of the field there. Um, so Scott Frost will also be at the podium here in just about an hour and 20 minutes from 8.30 central time to 9.15. And then Kevin Warren will go at 9.15 to 10 at the main stage. And then Scott Frost will follow that, be the first coach to go at 10 a.m. to 10.15. And then coaches following all the way through 11.45 a.m. before lunch break. And then more individual podiums with everyone besides Nebraska um, going forward. But, but Nick, okay, so we talked about earlier in the show 
who we look forward to hearing from the most. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, we mentioned Scott Frost, obviously. Jim Harbaugh was the guy we went to. So we didn't mention, you know, Kirk Ferentz, Tom Allen, Pat Fitzgerald, P.J. Fleck, Mike Loxley. You know, why have we not talked about P.J. Fleck all this offseason? All we talked about is the face reconstruction. That's true. Yeah. But, like, Minnesota's a team that I they just always get forgotten. Like, that's a team that in the media poll that was released yesterday, Nebraska was fifth. It went Wisconsin heavily with 33 first-place votes. Iowa had, you know, a few. Minnesota had, I think, one. And then Purdue, Nebraska, Illinois, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do we continually disrespect and forget about Minnesota? I'm curious, as a general fan base, we always look down on them. They beat us more often than not nowadays. Why do we just always still have just a weird vibe to them? You want to answer that? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have an answer. I, I truly don't. Um, looking ahead to this season, though, for Minnesota, like I'm not as high on Minnesota as I think other people are. They they bring Tanner Morgan back for whatever year it is now sixth year seventh year sixth year I believe, year, I believe. yeah exactly for Tanner Morgan um, also Muhammad Ibrahim comes back for Minnesota you, you would have to remember that he got injured in their first game against Ohio State last season and yes. uh, yeah. they he was still playing well in that game by yeah that was so a close game. so Jake actually it's funny they brought up Minnesota because I have some statistics for you from Minnesota last year okay please bring them up here they are so just yeah. from running backs just by themselves Minnesota running backs with uh, this is including the Mohammed Ibrahim part 520 carries for 2,593 yards which equaled out for about 4.98 yards per carry for 23 rushing touchdowns. Now get this, Mohamed Ibrahim had 30 carries for 163 yards and two touchdowns before he got injured in game one against Ohio State. Ibrahim alone had more rushing yards in one single game than Gabe Irvin, Sevion Morrison, Marvin Scott III, Brody Belt, Cooper Jewett, and Zach Winemaster had all season. Well, okay. Well, obviously, when you throw in a couple of those names, those obviously, backups, yes, backups. exactly. Gabe Irvin was not. Obviously, no. he got hurt. He did get hurt. Sevion Morrison is off to Kansas. Marvin Scott the third transferred out as well. Brody Belt's still here, though. Brody Belt's still here. But uh, listen, listen. I like that roster. I mean, I'm not sure about the receivers right now. They don't know. If they don't. You know, they still have. I think Ottman Bell is back at mm-hmm. the receiver. I mean, it's not the days of Rashad Bateman, Tyler Johnson, like they had in 2019, right. which was a great offense. They won 11 games. That was a great team. A great team. I'll, I'll give it to you. That was a great team for Minnesota. Yeah. But they are just the team. I mean, P.J. Fleck has done quite a bit. I know he has not won the conference. He's, he's not won a division yet, but they've been right there. And we just continue to say, you know, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue. And just yeah. Minnesota is like a, a lost team. And I, I'm, I'm not going to just make this segment about respect Minnesota, but yeah. – like, don't disrespect them. Like, they're, they're solid. It'll be interesting to see because, I mean, when Minnesota's been either in town or we even go to Minnesota, Nebraska goes to Minnesota, one of the big conversations is that offensive line for the Golden Gophers, right? I think it was at right. one point oh, yeah. they had their entire offensive line weighed over 300 pounds individually. They were yeah. just monsters. Well, yes. uh, they, they graduated all five of their starting offensive linemen last year. That's a good And fact. so with that in mind – you would expect maybe that their offensive line play would take a step back. But also, you have to look at what conference, and more specifically, maybe what division you're in, and to be successful, what do you need? You need quality offensive line play, and you need a quality, a sustainable rushing attack. Well, once again, 
520 carries for 2,593 yards last season as a team. 520 carries. That's dedication to the run, if, if I've ever seen one. Um, just to put other numbers in perspective with other Big Ten West teams, Wisconsin had 498 carries and Iowa had 402. So Minnesota had more dedicated themselves to the run even more than Wisconsin yeah. and Iowa. Okay. And and I would even put Tanner Morgan above Graham Mertz or Spencer Petras. And so um, Minnesota's going to dedicate themselves to the run, but it will be interesting to see kind of what, what kind of push they get up front now that they've graduated all five of their starting offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, but don't they at this, and this sounds weird to say this for a team that has not won the division yet, but don't they get the benefit of the doubt right now? And don't and they have Kirk Soraka back. I mean, they've got their offensive right. back that, that was – there in 2019 who went to Penn State came back to Minnesota I, I, I just don't think that we're talking about the Gophers enough are you a so, row the boat guy Jake you know um yeah I think I am oh my gosh that I is just, Jake listen what's P, I'm gonna pull what's PJ Flex records at, here I can I can help you out yeah I, you know it's corny but guess what it works like you we can be we can be Negative all we want and laugh at him all we want. That's but true. Guess what he's been beating you. Okay, a couple. Hey, look, Sips walking in. I mean, there he PJ is. Fleck, PJ Fleck in 2020 had, had what 35 guys that could make the trip because of COVID. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Injuries, and they I forgot. Nebraska and they beat you. Come on, you, come on, because Jake. you decided to I pass forgot. the ball all I, damn day long. I forgot. I forgot about that. PJ Fleck in his in his uh, coaching career. This includes Western Michigan. Yeah, he, uh, he sixty-five, number. sixty-five and forty-five record in ten years of being a head coach. He's four and two in bowl games at Minnesota specifically. Through uh, this is going to be his sixth year. Through five seasons, he is thirty-five and twenty-three and yep. three and zero oh in bowl games. And, and, and by the way. Nebraska beat him the first year. They've not beat him ever since. They beat yeah. his, they, they beat his well, brains in in Lincoln, and they have not won ever since. Well, so here's I just say we're not respecting the Gophers enough. That's the take. That's that's all. Um, I mean, oh, guess what? Well, guess what? We got a special guest here. Oh, oh, a really? Special guest. Uh, let's bring him in. My co-host, Steve Sipple. <laughs> oh, Steven. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. Yeah, go, he go looks ahead. refreshed. Yeah. Good morning. Yes. Good morning to you. Um, so I was. You can exit the screen there for a second, Nick. I'll, we'll get you in a second. Um, so I was telling people mm-hmm. about your struggles. Oh God! So let me, let me give my version. See if I'm correct here. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, we're com- we're in some communication. <laughs> because I was asleep when I got these texts from you this oh, morning. Yeah. So from what it sounds like, you flew from Omaha to Charlotte. You Charlotte. told me that your flight from Charlotte to Indianapolis got canceled. It was delayed first, then canceled. No, just canceled. Okay. Then you it tried, never had a shot. You tried yes. to find an earlier flight to Cincinnati. It got canceled and so you eventually did find a flight to Cincinnati then yeah we found a flight from Charlotte to Cincinnati that was originally supposed to take off I'll I'll, I'll go through this quick Nick. Yes, I know it's, people get bored of travel stories I, I mean this is very indicative of what's going on in the travel industry <laughs> right know. now um we got uh, yeah we got the Charlotte flight canceled to Indy so Cincinnati's only an hour 45 minutes away two hours away okay. So we we did find four seats on a on a flight to Cincinnati that was supposed to take off at eight fifteen. Okay. It eventually took off around eleven uh, p.m. <laughs> uh, so. can, can you can you walk us through your guys' moods at this point? <laughs> it held in there pretty well. I mean, if if you know what's coming, you just gotta kind of roll with it. And I mean, the concern was 
that that flight was going to get canceled, the flight to Cincinnati, because they kept pushing it back. So usually it's sort of it feels inevitable that they're going to cancel it. Right. And then we would have had to drive nine hours. Yeah. Um, and we would have. Which you could have done from Lincoln. Or right. Lincoln from Lincoln. Lincoln. right. So we ended up getting to the hotel in uh, here. Okay. Um, so we land. We, I don't know what time. I don't, I don't know all the times exactly. But we got to the hotel of almost four. Uh, so that's why, Jake. I mean, pretty have I, some have some uh, grace, please. I, oh, Nick. Have some grace. Oh, I've given all the grace. I said here. I gave the details. That Sip texted me. He wouldn't get to India till four. I said he might show up. He might not. Yeah. But it's it's not something that's his fault, and we will roll on without. Yeah, him. we got here, and I had to get a little sleep, and then post a column. Oh my! And God. I talked my. But I will say this: I talked my way in. Thank you. You did. To, yeah. I, they there's a, everybody's waiting until eight thirty. I yeah. said I got a radio show down. Where'd there. you come in from? Uh, we we're staying right downtown. No, 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 no. Like what? Which gate? Southwest gate. Okay, good. Northwest gate gets you in early. Oh, okay. Gate. All right, we'll talk about. I that. had a hell of a time parking at this. I, <laughs> yeah, I told Nick. I mean, this has been a. The fact we got on when we did is great, and I, right. I was here in plenty of time. Good morning, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick is here. He's been helpful. Good morning, Sim. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank it's you. Good Nick. to have Nick. Um, but yeah, so we're just kind of breaking now. I was telling uh, the listeners the the plan for the day in terms of the podium, and I was also saying it's just weird mm-hmm. because this is Eastern time. This to- the show started at seven. You know, mm-hmm. we're six to eight. It's seven to nine, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure I fully have grasped that. Yet. Well, like it's just a time like, change. Like you know, Jake. my phone says it's eight twenty. I should be I should be about done. Yeah. I've got forty minutes to go. We got still. forty. Well, I'm here to help you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I appreciate you. Oh, well, immensely. Th- thank you. Uh, you can also you can always comment four six four five six eight five call or text. We've had like six calls today, by the way. Nice people are out there. Well, yeah, they're texting, they're calling, they're they're watching on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Good. I'm glad I showered. Yeah, you look good. Yeah, you look thank good. you. I do uh, look good, don't I? So I, I guess I haven't asked you. You know, so today. Uh, okay, here we, we go. Well, we hear from Scott Frost, Mike Loxley, PJ Flake, Kirk Ferentz, Tom Allen, Pat Fitzgerald, mm. Jim Harbaugh, plus the the players, Nebraska's players will go early. At 9.15 this time, 8.15 central time, uh, they'll go from 9.15 to 10.15, and then Scott Frost on this podium, 9.30 to 10.15. I mean, so is is there something that you're curious about most today from either Nebraska's players or anybody else? Yeah, there's there? a lot I'm curious about. Uh, I mean, let's face it, from our coverage standpoint for On3, Jake, it'll be mostly Frost because yep. we haven't heard from him in so long. We haven't heard so long, meaning we haven't heard from Scott Frost in any kind of formal setting since spring ball. So there's a ton of questions, and we talked about that yesterday. Um, that will be our coverage focus. I, however, am interested in, for instance, what Kevin Warren says about expansion realignment, um, right. expansion slash sure. realignment. You know, USC and UCLA are joining the conference in 2024. We know that. I think that was that was announced formally in late June, um, and there's been crickets since. And there, I didn't hear anything yesterday. Now I was in a bunkered in the <laughs> airport. But, I mean, I, yeah, and you know what? Wi-Fi was bad too, by the way. So yeah, that's wonderful. So, but so I don't think anything. There was no news yesterday that I know of. It's been very quiet on that front, right? Yeah. yeah so what will Kevin Warren say? Will he go the you know? Will he go the route of Greg Sankey, who was pretty chest puffy at SEC media days? Yep. You know, he said we're not we're we're not in a hurry to make any moves. Um, we're gonna. He said what Greg Sankey said is we'll monitor monitor the landscape and be nimble. Now I wonder if Kevin Warren will say something similar. 
will <laughs> monitor the landscape and be nimble. The SEC and the Big Ten are in positions of power, and they 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 can afford to be patient. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Champions, championships say everything. They've won all the titles. You know, they, they can say all they want. Well, what I'm saying is they, these two power conferences, and we've talked about this, Jake, it's not the power five anymore. No, it's the power ha- two, really. Yeah, yeah. We have to come to that realization, and we have to be nimble yep. in the way we consider things. to. Yeah, we have to be nimble in the way we consider things, and it's the power two now. Kevin Warren, one of the power two commissioners, will speak today about the future of the Big Ten, and that'll be interesting. I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. So I, I like to talk to the coaches themselves about their thoughts on expansion. You know, Scott Frost, you're going to, in a couple of years, if you're, if you're still here, uh, mm-hmm. USC and UCLA will become not a non-conference game, but a but a conference opponents. Like, yeah. Has that, have, have you thought about that? Do you like it? Does it bother you? I'm, I'm curious if anybody would speak ill of it. I think they, I think that you can, Certainly ask coaches about USC and UCLA joining the conference from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah, sure. Now, coaches are – I mean, what do they always say? Take things one day at a time, right. one game at a time. It's always the mantra, one day, one game, all that. So they're probably not thinking too much about 2024. But the recruiting element is something that, to consider immediately, I think. Yeah. But Scott, as far as playing USC in 2024, that's probably the, one of the furthest things from his mind. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, those guys, those guys, meaning coaches, Jake, they have thoughts on realignment expansion. They generally don't share them, their real thoughts on the record. I mean, Frost, last year, okay, I'll I'll give you an example. I don't think Scott would mind me saying this. Off the record last year, Frost portended what has happened. He said, come on, we're heading toward – uh, a big one big power conference well that hasn't exactly happened but he thought it would be like 32 to 40 teams in a in its own kind of league in its own organization and maybe some teams could play their way in like in soccer right you, you understand yeah it's, it's it's so weird to me well like, but that, thinking about that he wasn't he way. wasn't he wasn't too far off and by the way nebraska guys I just walked just saw, in yeah garrett nelson is here as well as travis vocalek and quinton newsom look at that look at the blazer and quinton newsom yeah he's got a he's got a he's got a maroon blazer he's got on. maroon looks good yeah it looks really good seamus mcknight is with him looks like a big 10 official okay so, so the players are here yeah Did you see that okay so this is this a, it's a tight end thing in nebraska yeah jack stole had a mullet a couple years ago now travis volkleck rocking the mullet too. jake volkleck always has a mullet i never noticed it before <laughs> that's fine so it's a tight end thing then in nebraska i don't know I, austin allen does not have a mullet no no mullet for no, mullet, no no volkleck has always had a mullet i, I haven't looked him closely enough to no. see if he look at he's a big dude though look at him yeah he, he can catch a couple passes that's down a the big middle. dude that could be playing in a uh, you know those are there's three guys right there yep there's just one Vokalek and Nelson that could very easily be playing in this stadium pretty soon. Soon, yeah. yeah. I was telling listeners that my last time here was 2012. Okay. Which, oh, yeah. yeah. That was, that was which, a little rough. Which was a nightmare <laughs> day. That's a little rough. Up there. Yeah, yeah, it was up there. I, I was think actually way in up there. Right? Uh, yeah, I think it's over here. Yeah, I thought, okay. I was way in the corner over there watching just a murder happen on the field. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> that's a little rough characterization. Well, that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, it was it bad. Was, it was not. It bad. was bad. It was a bad, it was a quite a scene, though, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, if, if you think back to that day, like, 
everything was set up for Nebraska to do the thing. Like, they hadn't won a conference title at that point for 13 years. Now it's been longer than that. You're playing the third-place team in the division because Ohio State, Penn State couldn't go because of sanctions. Tattoo Gate, Sandusky at Penn State. Wisconsin was 7-5 and five with a third-string quarterback yeah, playing, were, Kurt had, Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Nebraska had, you know, everybody healthy. No, they didn't. Who's, now, hold who's, on. Who was hurt? No, now, hold on. Taylor There's Martinez one thing playing, that though. was depleted that really hurt okay, Nebraska. They were they were down li- D linemen. They were playing. Oh, yeah. Cam Meredith is playing inside. Cam right? Meredith was playing right. inside that at was about the two, 255. That was the, who was hurt then? Who I don't out? remember who was hurt, but it, they were depleted up front on defense. And now, now I okay. didn't, going right. into the game, think, oh, that's going to kill them. To that <laughs> well, level, well, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I mean, it was a lot. That was a lot of it. They were really hurting up front um, in that game. Somebody might know that off the tech. Somebody might yeah, remember that. Yeah, off the text textures. Line. If you can recall, who was hurt for Nebraska on the defensive line? The, Interior. They had some injuries up uh, front. Twenty twelve Big Ten title game. Four six four five six eight five. I don't recall. There's our good but, friend Jerry DiNardo. Go ahead, Jerry. Brian. Yeah, we'll get. But, but yeah, now they, he's, on, he's on the post. Now, hey, now, isn't it interesting how conversations don't change all that much nebraska was depleted up front <laughs> wisconsin ran all over them they're running a jet sweep though so that oh, wasn't God. necessarily on the interior guys right linebackers they kept yeah they kept running a jet sweep but they nebraska was depleted up front and couldn't really hang in there with wisconsin now i mean the conversation is sort of the same right now right i mean the thing you wonder about is nebraska how's it once again, how is Nebraska going to hold up in its defensive interior? Yep. You know, I don't know. That's that's uh, something to ask Scott today. Texture is saying Baker Steincooler. Yeah, I think Baker was Is there out. anybody else? Just one guy. I think there's one or two. But that would be pretty big right there to not have Baker. They yeah, weren't well, that – they didn't have that much – they didn't have that much um, depth anyway. So. Yeah, but I'm hoping today is less a horrifying of a day than, than that was. But today or yeah. this year? I, today, well, today well, I don't think we'll be that horrifying. I'm just saying, my last time in the stadium, oh, yeah. I, left, I left with a horrible taste in my mouth. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want that taste. Did. There's no game being yeah, played today. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Nothing be, that can happen will affect you I'll like that. I'll be craving night. a St. Elmo's steak later today. Oh, God. Uh, we'll so, take a so quick good. break. Again, coverage here at Media Days sponsored by Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Blanker, a professional realty group with BHHS Real Estate. More more uh, early break here at Media Days in Indianapolis next on The Ticket.